What's up, y'all? This is Jay Jack. Welcome to another episode of Hawks on the Hardwood, part of the MTMV Sports Podcast Network. So the regular season is finally underway, and we now have two games that the Hawks have played in the regular season. I'm going to go ahead, recap that a little bit, and also talk a little bit more about what I've seen um, so far. So listen up. But before I go do that, I want y'all to know about the Podcast Republic app. Now, this is an amazing app if you want to listen to your podcasts on your Android device. So you can select all of the podcasts you want as favorites and have them just to click away. Once again, it's the Podcast Republic app available for your Android devices. So make sure you download that. But first, let's get into this episode. All right, so let's just jump into this real quick. Um, We're going to start talking about game one. We didn't really play particularly um, well in game one. We actually lost by a score of 107 to 126, which is, of course, a blowout. Now, Trey Young, to me, he looked bad and good at times out there. So it wasn't like he was totally bad, but he was also not great in a lot of ways. His field goal percentage was pretty low. His shot selection was also not very good sometimes. Sometimes he did okay, but sometimes, uh, like Trey, you shouldn't take that shot. But for a rookie who played his first game in the NBA and it being on the road, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was actually a pretty good um, game. 14 points and 6 rebounds with 5 assists. So if you count his field goal percentage of 35% um, on the field and 20% from 3, It was not a very good game, but it was also not too bad um, with all things considered. It really just goes back to my uh, previous podcast, um, if you want to look at the archives, about showing patience with Trey Young. I mean, it's going to take time. His attitude to me and pretty much everything he has shown so far seems to point in the direction that he's going to continue to get better and better. And likely he's going to be a very important player for the Hawks and hopefully a star. I I see that as a very good possibility that Trey Young will be a star in the NBA. He definitely, in my opinion, will not be a bust. I just don't see that happening. He has too much natural talent when it comes to facilitating the ball. He's a past first point guard, even though he does have bad shot selection sometimes, which is kind of weird to say, but it's true. I see Trey Young as somebody that's going to be great, but we're going to have to have patience. We're just going to have to have patience with him. Now, the best Hawks player on the court was undoubtedly Tarian Prince. Um, He had 21 points, six rebounds. He hit 47% from the field and 43% from three points, from three point range. So that's really good. Very efficient. Just a great game overall um, by Tarian Prince. It was also great seeing Jeremy Lin out there. He got eight points, five rebounds in only 13 minutes of play. So Lin is not getting a lot of playing time. Now, once again, just calm down. I'm sure Jeremy Lin will get more playing time, but he's still he's still not a hundred percent. So we still have to ease him in there. Okay. I think as soon as Lin gets conditioned and more comfortable, he's gonna get more playing time and he's really gonna show what he can do and he's gonna add a lot of value to the Atlanta Hawks. Okay. So like I said, we lost the Knicks game just badly, but honestly. 
it was mainly because of a lack of defense. Our defense was really bad. I mean, the Knicks, specifically Tim Hardaway Jr., came away scoring on all cylinders. And New York actually scored an insane 49 points in the second quarter. That's a lot of points in the second quarter. Our young team, I mean, we're just totally caught off guard and Atlanta just never recovered. We could not recover from that second quarter blowout. Also, Atlanta had 24 turnovers, which is a lot of turnovers. So this kind of reminded me of the OKC blowout just um, days before. There's a lot of mental mistakes, sloppy play, very reminiscent of what we are, a young team learning to play together. The mistakes to me were not really showing a lack of talent, but a lack of cohesiveness, a lack of togetherness. So that seems to be the problem. Coach Pierce pretty much echoed what I just said um, after the game when they asked him about the defense. This is what he said. It's a matter of competing. It's not a system. It's a togetherness of our team, both offensively and defensively. Every team is going to go through this of coming together, staying together, inputting your system, seeing some struggles and failures, and then making your corrections. How long? There's no timetable. It's going to be an ongoing process of how we can be better on Friday. End quote. So right there, Coach Pierce is just saying there needs to be more cohesiveness. Our team needs to gel, especially on defense. That's something I agree. So, of course, the game did not have the outcome I had hoped for, but it's also not very disheartening to me or really even unexpected. To me, this is kind of why our GM really never advocated a Philly-style tank because it's really not necessary. I mean, our young core is so young right now, they're just going to make mistakes. They're going to have problems, which is will inevitably cause losses. And as they grow in maturity, we're also going to grow in draft picks because they're young and we're going to lose. And as we draft well, our talented core will mature into good players and hopefully star players. And then we're going to be in good shape in a few years. But that means we're going to have to be patient. We're going to have to be very patient. The longer they stay together, the more they will know how to not only play in the NBA, but play as a team. And that's what they need to do. And that's what Coach Pierce's job is to teach them how to play as a team. A big part of his job. Hopefully he's doing a good job of that. To me, looking on from the outside, it seems like he's doing a good job. But patience, patience. That's what we need. So let's go on to game two against the Grizzlies. Coach Pierce said they had a lot of film to watch. Um, did the Hawks seem to learn anything from the film that they watched? Didn't it? really seems so because the defensive issues in game two against the Grizzlies were still very, very, very prevalent. Um, Atlanta got blown out 117 to 131 and really Memphis had control the whole game. I mean, throughout the whole game, Memphis was just outscoring the defense on the Hawks end was horrible. Once again, Tareem Prince, he played very well. He scored 28 points, four rebounds, had two steals and two assists on 67% field goal percentage and 44% from three-point range. That's amazing. That is an amazing line when you count in how efficient he was in his scoring. Trey, um, he facilitated much better in this game. Um, he actually had nine assists. He was pretty pretty awesome in regards to an NBA rookie. Um on his second game in the NBA. 
Like I said, nine assists and 20 points. He almost had a double-double. He really got guys a lot of open looks. Is That's what I'm really happy about. Now, his defense was bad again, and he still, he really needs to work on his defense and his ability to finish. He's small. He gets bumped around a little bit. Now, this is something that we already knew was going to happen coming into the league. If you look at my um, pre-draft series where I was talking about different players that we might draft, and before Trey was even drafted and I was going over his weaknesses and strengths, that's basically what I had said, and that's what everybody um, that we're doing analysis of the different players that were um, going to be high lottery picks. Everybody pretty much said that about Trey Young. He has the ability to be an elite player, but he needs to work on his defense and his ability to finish. Now, he also needs to work on his shooting a little bit, which is very surprising. Um, he might This might come a little bit better once he gets more used to the NBA pace. Um, he only hit 39% from two-point range, which is not good. But from three-point range, he actually shot very well this game. Four of nine, which is 44% beyond the arc. Now, if you hit 44% beyond the arc for a whole season, you're an elite three-point shooter. So he did very well from three-point range. Um, it was honestly, for a rookie, he had a great game. He just did. Now, they still lost. And he had a, a horrible game defensively, but overall looking at it, and I think he did pretty well. Bazemore actually had a horrible game, though. Only had three points, hitting 33% from the field and only 25% from the free throw line. Now, he did at least get eight rebounds. I don't know um, why exactly Bays had a bad game this bad. Sometimes people just have bad games. He was just really off. I'm wondering maybe um, he has a lot Bazemore to me has a lot of adjusting, probably more than anybody on the team, because Bazemore is one of the best two-way players in the NBA um, in regards to him playing defense. He's our best defensive player, in my opinion. In regards to him playing defense and then offense and him having to switch from a defensive mindset to an offensive mindset, Bazemore is the best, and he's in in our team and in my opinion one of the best in the NBA at doing this so having a new head coach and having to adjust to that having to adjust to this very high pace a new rookie point guard he has to adjust to and also him having to adjust to these new rules implemented by the NBA he has a lot of adjusting and maybe that is part of what threw him off I don't know it's also very likely that he just had an off game and he'll just hopefully rebound next game and play much better. Now, we are playing at a very high pace still. I know I mentioned this too on podcasts ago. We are the fourth um, fastest team in the NBA right now at a pace of 109. So to give you some kind of um, understanding, last year, New Orleans was the fastest paced team in the NBA at 101. Seems like now all NBA players are playing at a faster pace. Um, of course, this is because the rules implemented, but still Atlanta is definitely one of the fastest teams in the NBA. So one last thing I want to mention. Um, 
I know our defense is bad, but there's to me this is very encouraging because our defense is bad, but it's definitely because of a lack of cohesiveness. There's a few other issues, but it's not because of a lack of heart. So y'all remember Omari Spellman when he was first drafted um, and he first became an Atlanta Hawk. Coach Pierce was just going on and on about his heart and how he has that dog in him. He just has that fighting spirit and how he was running in the first drill um, and he just dove over the finish line because he wanted to finish first. Well, very interesting. Armari Spellman right now leads the entire NBA in deflections per 36. And he is tied for fourth in um, deflections per game with another hawk, DeAndre Bembry. So it seems like we've got a lot of hustle right now. Also, Tareem Prince is second in the entire NBA for loose balls recovered. So our Atlanta Hawks are out there hustling. They're definitely out there hustling. It's just going to take some time to get them gelling together, get them cohesive, especially on the defensive end. And we're going to need to do that if we're going to get some wins. So we really need to get that together. I don't know how long it's going to take. I'm not a professional. Coach, Pier- Coach Pierce is the coach and he's a professional. He said the same thing. He doesn't know how long it's going to take. But once once we get there, I think we're going to see a lot of improvement in the Hawks. Now, are we going to be a good team? No, I think we're still too young. Um, I still think we're going to um, be in the lottery, definitely. But... Things are looking like it's heading towards the right direction, despite the fact that we're getting blown out, if that makes sense. Well, that's all I have to say today. Um, if you want to hit me up on social media, my name is Jock, and I go by the handle of I am Jock. That's I-A-M-J-A-E-J-O-C. Hit me up on social media, and we can talk sports. This is the Hawks on the Hardwood Podcast, part of the MTMV Sports Podcast Network. Talk to y'all next week. God bless.